Vance is not here today. He is in Denver, Colorado at a uh, cattle show. I got Ryan Battershaw here with me. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Hope you're not too nervous for this. Oh, no. It's pretty simple once we get going. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little nervous, but, you know. Eh, you'll be all right. Yeah. You'll do well. I, I promise. Uh, so college football playoff. It's, we're now re- recording on Thursday, so that was on Monday. Michigan beat Washington. I wasn't expecting that, but. I had a feeling they were going to beat them, um, but not quite as it was a, a beat down. Yeah, it wasn't most even close. No. Washington did not look like the same team, and I think it was basically Michigan's front, defensive front. Yeah. Yeah, they looked, they looked real good. They did. They did in, in most of the games I watched them this year. Um, you guys had a little, did you and Vance have a little bit of a bet on that game? That was actually on the Bears-Packers game. Oh, the Bears-Packers game. Yep. Oh, can you explain that a little bit? Uh, well, I'm a pretty big Bears fan. Oh, good. And we all know. Maybe we should do the podcast together and we'll just kick Vance out. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van, Vance has always been a pretty big Packers fan, so he talks a lot of trash and he was all in the Aaron Rodgers you know, right, and it's like I can't argue with that, but <laughs> I got I got to try. Right, right. <laughs> Stick by your team, but no, I owe him a twelve pack and a bottle of Crown. So, <laughs> so he's going to keep adding it up, and hopefully, maybe you can get it back. Yeah, next but, year. Well, we'll see what they do with Fields. Or no, they're keeping the coach. I saw today that was the breaking news. They're not getting a new coach. Uh, <laughs> that I was hoping they'd get rid of him, but I was hoping so too. But it doesn't sound like that's going to happen. They got rid of the offensive uh, coordinator. Offensive coordinator, yeah, but the head coach, and I forget his name. I should know, but. The quarterback. Uh, yeah, the quarterback coach. Yep. The other one. Yep. So that's all. I, I don't want to talk too much about the college football playoff, but I just wanted to make sure we discussed that Michigan did kind of trump Washington. Penix yeah. did not look the same. Washington's quarterback, he did not look very good. No, he he was struggling for sure. Right. I'm moving on. Nebraska ball, baby. Nebraska oh, yeah. ball is back. It's a good thing Vance isn't here because he'd be sitting here saying national championship all oh, yeah. day long. <laughs> yeah. But we did beat number one Purdue on Tuesday. And and we got to storm the court. That's pretty sweet. We did. Now, the, did you hear the Purdue coach came out and said that he doesn't like that and that shouldn't happen? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, <laughs> I agree. I agree. We don't get to storm the court too often. Basketball is not our strength, and football hasn't been for a while either. Right. So. Did you watch the game? I didn't watch the game. I just got to see the the aftermath. Yeah, we uh, we held that Edie uh, 15 points. He did not look. I mean, Mast was kind of keeping him at bay. Uh, I didn't realize Mast was quite that good. He was a, uh, outside of Tamanaga. He was second in points. And he was playing really good defense on that. I don't even know how tall that guy is. He's like seven foot something. I don't even know. Seven four, that guy is. Yeah. (laughs) But we looked. I mean, we we had him the whole game. We were never down, I don't think, unless maybe in in the first few minutes. But we held the lead and hitting threes. Uh, I was trying to think of the guy's name. Nebraska. Wilcher. Wiltshire hit some huge threes going into that in that second half. Yeah. It was a crazy game. But, yeah, Nebraska ball, baby. Vance will be proud. <laughs> yeah, we won't ever hear the end of it. But. <laughs> no. No, we won't. Um, yeah, so when he gets back, he'll, he'll be saying, for sure, national championship for Nebraska basketball. <laughs> uh, moving on, I saw this, Ryan. I don't know if you – you probably didn't see this yet, right? No, I haven't seen it yet. So the other day, this was like a couple days ago, New York City schools were preparing to do remote learning to be able to house some 2,000 to 3,000 illegals in the high school. Hmm. Because they are running out of hotel rooms and other facilities. Now, I think that's crazy that we're making our own people, our own kids, go back to remote learning like they had to in COVID. And we've already seen the aftermath of that. Right. How it's affected the kids. To house illegal aliens. That is, uh, 
know, the liberal uh, New York for you. Right. I. He came out in a press conference and was just really like, it was. it's just crazy that we are making our own citizens stay home and remote learn so that we can just house people that, that aren't even, that, that are here illegally. It's just crazy to me. Um, it's not right. You're going to see it. You're going to see it more and more. It's not, New York's just, just the first one. It's going to happen in other cities or it already has happened and, and we just haven't heard about it. So where, where I guess are a lot of these illegals from? Mexican border. Mexican border. And we're yep. bringing them up to New York to house them. So New York is a sanctuary city along with like Chicago, a lot of your democratic cities, LA. Um, actually the, the mayor of New York is suing or the governor of New York is suing the governor of Texas because they're sending them from Texas to New York because they are a sanctuary city. So they, they set up to be a sanctuary city, and now they're suing Texas because they're sending them up there. <clears throat> Makes sense, right? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> just let them do their thing in Texas like they've been doing. And Yeah, yeah they're sending them to the sanctuary cities, and then this is what's happening. They're, just, they're taking over the cities. We, just, we have to get a better—we got to close the border. Have yeah. to close it. We have to make sure people are coming in the correct way. Um, and being checked because with all the terrorist organizations out there, they're in the next, that's going to be the next clip we listen to is talking about how th there's no checks for them yeah. to come through. I mean, the cartel, you know, that's a big thing for them. That too. Flooding that, you know, cartel, I just, terrorists, yep. I, drugs. We, we need to invest that money to help them get here legally. I just, it's crazy to me that we would spend all this money to just find a workaround and right. then not help them get their citizenship. Right. And I'm all for people getting, you know, coming in legally, going through the process and being proud of America and, and being here. Yeah. But when we're just letting them come in through the thousands, the tens of thousands, it's just crazy to me. It's, it's idiotic. Yeah. I mean, every other country in the world, you got to do some sort of background. Yeah. And most of them do like we get a lot of flack for, when we were having a closed border, but most countries have some sort of a checkpoint. Yeah. So even Canada's got one and they're like, wow, well, whatever. But so this, this is a clip that the Hodge twins sent out. Um, it's about a five minute clip. I'll play it for a little bit. I listened to most of it. So I just want you guys to kind of hear, this is a, um, Iranian national who crossed illegally into, I'm going to say that wrong. Jacumba. Hakumba, California, and he's warning about how basically what I was just saying, how there's no checks for what's going on. So we'll listen to this and I might pause it and we'll talk about it, but uh, take a listen. If I was a governor here, I would be afraid because all of these people in China, military age, India, military age, even myself, uh, I'm military age. And there's a question is coming up in here. One more, uh, one, uh, and scary question if an incident between us and china uh, occur in uh, taiwan what these people do are they come aside of us or they take uh, china's side don't know and, and no one's know what was the route you took uh, from I, iran uh, come to turkey and turkey to mexico mexico to United so States. what would what would prevent a terrorist from doing the same thing? Nothing. Exactly nothing. That's scary. Real scary. I, I'm, I'm telling your friend, if you see the Europe, the people, the politician in Europe is sleeping now. Uh, like, don't be offended, but Joe Biden is sleeping at the moment. It's terrible. <laughs> Jeez. It's far more than terrible. Not for U.S., for the all of the war. Just look at the world. We have three war. We have uh, sanction and we has we had So basically what he's saying is that there's anybody could have came through. Yeah. Terrorists can come through. And that's the same thing we go went back to what Vance and I talked about a few weeks ago with the, um, the air marshals not being on planes. That's idiotic. It is. And this guy said he came from Iran to Turkey to Mexico and in. Doesn't sound that difficult. No. You just got to get get to mexico and you can get right in it's crazy to me this is it's asinine actually that we have 
pretty much opened it up to be able to just <laughs> we're gonna we're, we're gonna end up with another 9-11 type event and it's scary yeah yeah we're heading right back to that and there's no checks on some of these people and like i said i'm not against anybody coming into the country but do it the right way have the we got to have checks we got to be able to check for terrorists i mean they've been saying that i think vance said it a couple weeks ago that there's like that i mean the thousands of terrorists that have that were associated with terror you know terror groups that have made it through already um and just think about you know in texas i don't know how they're handling it to be honest at the border there there's got to be issues well, I mean, they, they were getting in trouble, I know, for loading a bunch of them back up and taking them back across the border. They were getting in trouble for that, which I think is crazy. Like, just take them back so we can, like, some are coming through the process like they're supposed to. Yeah. Most of them are just, they're just letting them, I mean, the videos that I've seen, it's it's tens of thousands of people it's, just crossing through all the time. I mean, if they had facilities at the border across they have some, the whole, but not very many. But yeah. I mean, if they if they actually could get a decent amount there, and that's kind of the safe haven spot to get them, I feel like that's kind of have a buffer zone between the two, and have kind of that filtration. Right, and people made fun of the wall, but that's almost it's, and I get people could dig under it, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, climb over it, whatever you yeah. want to do, but. Berlin Wall types, you know, that's their argument all the time. Right. Of how that worked out. But and I get that the wall wasn't gonna work out, but they started some of it and it was more of like a like a fence. Yeah. <laughs> really tall fence. <laughs> um but it's a start. It was a start and then it just got completely unraveled. And now again, they're just letting anybody come through. Yeah. Free range. And it's not it's not even just Hispanics or Mexicans. Like, he, this guy was Iranian. Yeah. And it wasn't that difficult. Flew two flights, got to Mexico, and walked across. Yeah, that's just... It's asinine. Yeah, ridiculous. Is what it is, in yeah. my opinion. Um, We'll move away from that. We'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about that again, because we've talked about it multiple times, and it's just becoming more and more of a problem. So we'll we'll touch on that again in the future. Um. I found this the other day. I thought it was kind of funny because now I don't know if you've seen, uh, like today, Google's DEI, which is Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer, yep. sent out a, I think it was Google anyway, sent out a statement stating who was privileged and who was the problem. Yeah. And they sent it to everybody in the company. <laughs> it, it was white, male, Christian, and then it kept going down. But that was the first three, white, male, Christian. <laughs> and then they got a bunch of flack and it got it got uh taken down but uh but this is the philadelphia police department has fired their dei officer um their dei dei officer leslie morant was fired just hours before new commissioner kevin bethel was set to take office uh, morant's base salary was a whopping one hundred and seventy thousand dollars. so these dei officers are getting paid way more than the median income in the United States, but yet they're not the privileged ones. Yeah, that's... Uh, she was told her services were no longer needed. <laughs> yeah, you hire a couple of them for that price, I think. Oh, you could do a lot of things <laughs> for that price. But it's just crazy because the whole city, like they've had, Philadelphia's had some huge problems with looting and um, here's what the, here's what the guy said. I want the world to know that I'm fully committed to ending the sense of lawlessness and bringing order back to our city and a sense of lawfulness. She said that she vowed to hire 300 more police officers to restore stop and frisk. That's a big deal yeah. for Philadelphia. So I'm hoping some of the other cities that are having, you know, big issues, you know, because what is it, $1,000 if people steal and it's not a, up to $1,000, they can't stop them. They can't do anything about it. Yep. So it's looking like they're going to try to hire some more back and get this up and going again, which I th I'm all for. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great idea, especially for 
Philadelphia, Chicago, you know, those major cities like that that have this problem. Right. And again, $170 for a diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. Just to tell people that white male Christians shouldn't be (laughs) around. I guess we don't qualify for that job. No, we don't qualify for that job at all. <laughs> Not at all. I saw, I saw a uh, just a, on a side note. I saw a comedian because they're starting to say these. Some of these comedians are going back to how comedy should be. You know, whatever. Yeah. Where doesn't, you know, doesn't offend anybody. And he said, oh, "What did he? How did he put it? I should have saved it." He said, "Maybe, maybe the country should go back to being racist." Even though, I mean, we're not racist, but it's like maybe maybe the country should go back to being racist because, boy, did things work better back then. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that's a that's a tough one to do in this day and age. Yeah. Um, but, there, I mean, we're doing too much inclusion and too much of this stuff. Like, I was trying to – I was I saw a tweet the other day, and I was trying to figure out how to respond to it. I try not to put too much out there on social media because I really got to think about it Yeah, to make sure I'm saying it, you know. The correct way. But I'm like, if we keep putting more and more labels on people, whether it's the pronoun thing or um, more things involving race or anything else, then we're just putting more and more division in between people. Yeah, the further you break something down and categorize, put people into groups, it's easier to say we're not unified, we're not one country. Exactly, and I I completely agree with that. And I'm like... (sighs) These these officers are the problem, in my opinion. <laughs> when they when they started doing this, it, it just created a whole narrative of just you know if you're if you're whatever you can't like it's just it's crazy to me. I honestly think stuff like this was kind of a reaction to all of those jokes for years about going to college and getting a gender studies degree, right? And then now there's all these. What what is it like eight thousand different genders or unlimited amount or whatever they want to say? I don't want to get into that. But I'm just you know, <laughs> <laughs> they 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 have created a culture to justify their their degrees. Is right. what it sounds like to well, me. Well, yeah, it's just a liberal arts degree or gender studies or even no offense to all you people out there, but you know, and I get that it needs to be women's studies but majoring in like I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've, that's going to make me sound bad, but I don't care. Well, my, my whole thing is, is college should be used for a degree that is used for something that actually has a Can lot be of useful in the world, high risk, I guess, like yeah. doctors, lawyers, you know, when people's so you, lives, you and I are, kind of agree when it comes to college then. Yeah. Did you go to college? I did. Um, I went for a few years. I didn't end up graduating or anything. I got a full-time job and just went that route, but right. I uh, went to school for uh, to be a teacher, and then I switched to early childhood, and I uh, I did that. I got a job doing that, and I didn't need a degree, and then I got married, and now I work at Norfolk Iron. So. Right, which is a good job. Yeah, and I've moved up pretty quickly there. So. Yeah, well, you're a smart person. Working in IT now, so. <laughs> That's what Vance was telling me. That's really cool. Um I'm not a big proponent of college if you're not going to go for something specialized. Yeah. Or I'm a big proponent, and so is Vance, and I'm sure you are too, of trade schools. Yeah, you they know, need to bring trade schools back. That mm-hmm. needs to be a big thing. Because um, pretty soon we're not going to have plumbers. We're not going to have electricians. We're not going to have, you know, there needs to be more of those so that they're not, you know, they're not charging $410 an hour. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because they're so in high demand. And, I mean, if, if a big company can afford to invest their money into training their employees and train them in ways that can actually improve their business, that's more beneficial to, in the long run. Right. Going to school and just learning a general, uh, I don't, I don't want to come off sounding. Well, say whatever you want. Yeah. That's, you know this what podcast, I mean? man, you say whatever you want. <laughs> you know, like a, women's studies and, and gender studies and all that stuff, the liberal arts, it's, it's useless. But now, yeah. And I, it, have it as like a don't have it as like a full major and i get women's studies is fine but like make it a part of the other pieces like women's i've never taken a class in it so i guess i'm I'm sitting here assuming yeah um useless assumptions that's what what we're called (laughs) yeah but 
why can't they make that part of the degree in the first place? Like, why do we need to have a whole separate, I don't know, whatever. That's just my, that's my thing. <laughs> yeah. We could talk all day on the yeah. college system. Yeah. I'm not a big proponent of it. I don't know what I'm going to do with my kids. I I think I, I went for two years, um, didn't get much out of it. Yeah. I, I learned more in, in the workplace than I ever did in college. See, and when I first was looking, I was looking at going into like a graphic arts degree initially. And well, that's something you could have, yeah, that's definitely something you could have used, yeah. But I, I uh, there was this college or trade school, technically, in uh, Omaha. I can't remember the name of it now. It's been so long Many ago. Many moons ago, yeah. Yeah, but this guy has his own company, and he brings people in and teaches them all the graphic art stuff. And oh, then nice. pretty much guarantees them a job. Okay. And like a lot of the, the people that go through his program either work for him or Nike or oh like big companies. Big companies, yeah. Yeah. So they're making good money. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not you're not in debt when you when I mean, you're obviously in debt when you leave, but you might you, be able to pay it back sooner. Yeah. Uh I think he said it was like an average of like ten years you'd be completely paid off. Guaranteed. That's not bad. So even my even my wife was still paying uh her student loans couple years ago and we're well we'd be 10 years out of high school so yeah that's crazy not 10 years 20 almost 20 years almost i was gonna say <laughs> was like, well 20 years <laughs> so 15 years or so of of that out of college so and you know she's doing well now but getting that degree and obviously she had to get it for what she's in with the daycare and, and dealing with kids but I don't know if it was needed to be that much. I think it, I think you could cut it down to a year because my, year my wife two. my wife did did it and actually graduated with the degree for early childhood. So, like I I've seen it firsthand. I went and I went for the same thing. I the hands on experience goes a long way. Way longer, yeah. And if you're a parent, there's a lot of things there too. But you're working with other people's kids. There's some training that can be involved and it's beneficial to work with parents and you know job shadowing would go a long way and i think the business classes work did you did you have to take some business classes yeah I did. during that okay because i think that's beneficial if especially if you're going to open up a daycare or open up a business yeah and that's really if you're going to do daycare that's that's where you're going to make beneficial money is right. having your own right well it's it's true you're not lying that's the only way you're really gonna. The way the system should be for most jobs. Now, I'm not saying that working at a fast food restaurant is not a good job because they they now they I mean now they're gonna be making 15 bucks an hour. But before, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, a lot of that was for high school age kids outside of like the managers. Yeah. And now it's transitioned into people have to. You know, either it's their second job or it's the only job they could get. Um, and I don't know if that's a societal issue. I, a little bit, I think. Um, I, it's a it's a work ethic thing too. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I I have some strong opinions on that. Of I don't know. I just I told my wife yesterday I'm never going back to McDonald's. So. Uh, if they want McDonald's, she's going. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, I'm not going either. I, we haven't ate fast food in a long time. I went through, ordered. They gave me half my stuff, told me to pull ahead. I watched eight cars go by, get their food. <laughs> and I got to the point after 20 minutes, got up, went in. And as I was coming in, this kid come running with a bag. And he they forgot. had the wrong bag. Went back, got the food finally. And then I was like, that's it. I was, I was nice and you know, everything. I was yeah. just like, did you guys kind of forget? Like I was parked out front. Like I was asked, oh yeah, we, we, we forgot. <laughs> and, Which I mean, uh, it happens, but still it probably happens more than just that time. That was my first <clears throat> job working at, I worked for Burger King and that was my first real job I should say. Right. And so like, I get it. It's a high school job. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it should be a job that you're trying to make a living off of right, unless you're on a career path to be yeah. a manager of some kind but that you know that's a yeah that's a whole different right thing. 
Um, I know it's going to sound bad because I know there are quite a few people that do work those jobs, and I commend you for doing it. You know, but again, you know, ten, fifteen years ago, it wasn't that wasn't the case. At least not around here. Yeah, might have been in other cities, but um, I know I know what it's hard to find a job. I get that. Yeah, nowadays, but there are they're out there. People yeah. are looking for people all the time. Just yeah. might not be what you want to do. Yeah, you got to suck it up a little bit and do something you might not like for a while, and then right. doors will open. Yeah, they will. Moving into. So we're going to talk about COVID again. We we end up bringing it up every couple of weeks. <laughs> but this one's kind of, this is interesting. So the Florida Surgeon General calls for a complete halt of COVID-19 vaccines in Florida. Um, it said the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine injected into billions of arms was not the same one used in Pfizer's clinical test trials. There was a bait and switch. The public received vials contaminated with plasmid DNA. Mm. Uh, as such, Dr. Joseph... Ladapo called for a halt to the use of all COVID-19 MNRA injections on Wednesday, January 3rd. I have been seeing a lot of different things where obviously people, you know, it's hard to know what information out there is accurate. Yeah. Because, you know, I'll see posts on Twitter where it's like, oh, a million to two million people have died from uh blood clots and whatever and then it'll change the next day and it's like i think i saw one that said like 17 million i'm like that's that seems that's a little high yeah uh i don't know i didn't i didn't listen to this i don't know if we want to play it or not um maybe we can play it for a minute this is just this is the vigilant fox we get a lot of stuff from them um i'll play it for a little bit we'll listen to it and if i decide that it's not worth playing anymore we'll just stop it all right Breaking news, Florida Surgeon General is calling for an immediate halt on the use of all mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Latipo put out a press release detailing the scientific and medical reasons to justify halting the use of these mRNA vaccines. He also tweeted out this statement, quote, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have always played it fast and loose with COVID-19 vaccine safety, but their failure to test for DNA integration with the human genome as their own guidelines dictate when the vaccines are known to be contaminated with foreign DNA is intolerable, he said. Joining us now to discuss is Dr. Jim Thorpe, the chief of maternal and prenatal health for the wellness company. What's your reaction to this breaking news? Avery, thank you very much for having me back on your platform. I am so proud to be a citizen of Florida and to have a surgeon general Dr. Ladapo to put out this information stating clearly that this should be halted, uh, even banned, uh, not just in Florida, but all over the world. It's, it's time for a complete universal ban that many people have been calling for for quite some time. I would ask uh, the Governor DeSantis and the Attorney General Ashley Moody to stand behind Dr. Ladapo and ask uh, Attorney General Moody to proceed with criminal indictments for the parties that have violated this. This is a very, very serious issue with the adulteration of these uh, SMV40 DNA sequences in these vaccines. It's intolerable. These are associated with very severe uh, potential complications, uh, including cancer and including instability of the human genome, the chromosomes, very, very important. So these vaccines rolled out three years ago and right away we were getting- So are people gonna start growing tails or what? <laughs> <I'd>... <laughs> Sounds like some Jurassic Park type stuff going on here. Yeah, I mean, at least they're talking about it. Um... I mean, that's something that kind of came out when they were talking about the M mRNA yeah. vaccines is like. they did, Well, they didn't know what they were putting it. I mean, they knew what they were putting in there, but they didn't know how it was going to affect people. And wasn't, wasn't there like a just get it out as fast as we can, like 
Yeah, there, there's and, no, and there's no offense no fault. to Trump, but he was part of it. And there, I know, there's no fault on the no the, on the Pfizer zero big farm. zero liability. So I mean, when you do stuff like that and you give them a blank slate, mm-hmm. I mean, you're gonna get stuff like this because. I, I mean, saw a thing the other day. Howard Stern's had all the boosters, all the things, and still got COVID. I know. <laughs> I've I've had COVID and it was rough when I had it, but I've had it twice, and the second time was nothing. It was like a, it was only rough for me the first time, and I had it before it was ever like. That's what I thought. Big, yeah, yeah. I just yeah that one week I just couldn't couldn't stay awake, had headaches, real bad, fever, that whole thing, and but then. I'm, it was better. Like I just got over the cold. I I lost my taste for a little while. That helped with my my drinking. But yeah, outside of that, it's funny. I knew I had it the second time. It was way ap- way after it ever for like after March twenty twenty. But I was like, we were sitting in my back patio, and Bush Apple had come out, and I hadn't had it yet. <laughs> and so we were sitting there, and I'm drinking it, and I'm like. Like, how much is this supposed to taste like apple? And they're like, well, it's got a pretty pretty big apple taste. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I kind of taste it. And then I texted my wife. I was like, will you come try this? <laughs> she comes out there and she tries it. She's like, oh, yeah, it tastes like apple. And she went back inside and I texted her again. I said, uh, I can't taste it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had COVID then. And I, I, I mean, outside of losing my taste, I felt fine. Hmm. But I think that we have, um, I think that natural immunity is better than doing the, the shots. But <clears throat> I'm also not immune compromised. Yeah. I get that it was probably good for some people. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a time and a place for it, I guess, for the elderly that, you know, are high risk. But, like, when I'm 30, when it came out, I'm mm-hmm. I'm fine. I don't need to worry about the other people. Right. That's you know. Fair. I don't, the, the mandate was the big thing, you know, and now there, there are, uh, service members who are <laughs> suing the government because they were forced to take it to keep their jobs. Yeah. That's anytime you politicize something, it, it almost seems like it's weaponized, you know, oh, yeah, because you're, is. you're forcing them, you're, you're taking the freedom away. Yeah. And that's the whole point of us living in United States, it's up to us. Yeah, but then you're going to get people that will say, well, if it's that case, then why are we fighting about abortion? Things like that. So I, I mean, it's I a, It's that. a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, it's it's majority, right? Right. You're, you're supposed to put it to a vote, not just be told by the government. Right. Yeah, the, the, the vaccines, I, I still, to this day, and now we're seeing, and I knew this was going to happen, that we would see more and more things come out yeah. You know, Fauci even was saying the other day, uh, he came out and said that uh, social distancing wasn't uh, scientific. It was just something that came about. And then they said that you should do it. There was no science behind it, no nothing. Yeah. Hard to trust the science when there's no science. <laughs> <laughs> right? Same thing with masks. Yeah. It's it's just crazy to me. Um, like, wear a mask if you feel... If you, if you feel... Yeah, if it, if it makes you feel better, then wear one. Yeah, but I am not going to wear one. Like, obviously, follow, especially just a cloth thing. Yeah, or whatever that you're that you're wearing over there. Well, <laughs> I, you still got to follow the common decency. I'm not going to just sneeze on you or right, cough on you. But right. I mean, you, you know, you, people are just dramatic. And right. Anything to get attention anymore is right. what it seems like. Right. This next clip. We're going to play is uh, Dr. Deborah So on the Joe Rogan experience. Um, they're going to talk a little bit about COVID as well. So we might, I might play this whole one because I, I can't remember what all they say, but it's about a five minute long video. We'll play this one and uh, I might stop it in between, but we'll see. We'll see what they say. And we were told like during the pandemic, don't do your own research. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? How about my own research in corruption of pharmaceutical drug companies? Are we allowed to do that? Who will allow to do that about the Amen, past? Brother. The people that have been responsible for the biggest criminal fines in medical history? Is that okay? <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> and, and But the ability to say that, just what, what I just said, is so critical for people to understand what's really going on. 
And if you don't have anybody saying that, then we're really in trouble. Because if everybody's Brian Stelter, we're fucked. We're <laughs> fucked. If that's the only way you're ever getting information, there's no Wikipedia. Not even Wikipedia. That's biased, too. But there's just no independent journalism. There's no Substack. There's no YouTube uh, independent journalist videos where they're going over case by case, step by step, all the problems and all of the corruption that led us to this position. If you don't have those people and all you have is these mainstream propagandists, we're fucked. But that's not the case right now. So that gives me hope mm. is that these conversations are happening and people are paying attention. And look like look at how many people are taking this updated COVID shot. Fucking nobody. <laughs> nobody wants that shit. Because they realize like this isn't work. It's dangerous. You know everyone knows someone that had something go wrong. It's just the people that are still fully behind it are the only ones that are taking the new ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean you're all in on the on the COVID drain, yeah. you know. Yeah. You've been brainwashed. Yeah. Everyone does. And they we don't even know what the real numbers are. The the VAR system is like what is what does it get? Like one, two percent of the actual adverse events that are reported? <laughs> Who fucking knows how many people I have two friends that have pacemakers. Wow. One, one guy's in his forties. This is Mark's, crazy almost 50 now and one guy's in his 30s 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 got vaccinated all of a sudden heart stopped beating for like nine <laughs> seconds at a time it would just black out and fall down goes to a doctor the doctor Jesus. says you're gonna need to get a pacemaker at least for now that'd be you oh. yeah yeah get a pacemaker that's he's a sad. dentist <laughs> he's a very smart doctor he was like very confused by all this it's like i thought i was following the rules i thought i was following the science yeah, it's wild. I'm sure you've seen that video of that girl, uh, Heather McDonald. I've seen this video. She's yeah. talking seen that video? on stage yeah. about being vaccinated, and then she fucking blacks yeah, out and cracks her skull. Tell me the universe isn't trying to send a message through that. <laughs> I mean, how is it possible that at that moment, after talking about being vaccinated and bragging about it, that that's when you black out on stage? <laughs> How many times you blacked out on stage? You know how many times that girl's been on stage? She's been a stand-up comedian for decades. She's been doing thousands of shows. How many times has she talked about being vaccinated? Probably not that often. How many times she's done it on video? Probably not that often. And the one time she does it and she blacks out right after she says it and boom, bounces her head off the ground. Cracked her skull. <laughs> but then she was on Dr. Drew and Dr. Drew was talking to her about this is, seems to happen when people get boosted. There, there's there's some sort of an effect that happens to people. I love Dr. Drew. He's out there now. I mean, he's you know he used to be a lot more mainstream. And I think he's kind of woken up to all this shit, too. What's wild is when people do the compilations of people posting and saying, like, you know, I got this and everyone who won't, I hope you die. And mm -hmm. then it turns out that they pass after. I oh, mean, yeah. it's it's Ooh. tragic. It's It's sad. But it's also really scary. It's very scary. But it's also they're scared. That's why they post those things. The, you know, they want to they want to believe they made the right choice. And I'm sure they've heard all the people that say that it's not the right choice. And they want to fight against that. No, we, I made the right choice. All you people are going to die and I'm not going to cry at all. And then <laughs> you're dead. Whoops. Whoops. You put all your fucking eggs in the wrong basket. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And you suppress people that are asking questions, which is crazy. Especially when these people are asking questions of people that are you know like legitimate scientists like i want to know like how did you come to this that's the crazy thing about some of that is that uh <clears throat> there were actual scientists actual doctors coming out saying i mean i'm think about it before you do it yeah. you know all this different stuff and now look where we're at <laughs> 30 years old with a pacemaker that's yeah that'd be insane because i yeah i I have such a hard time with just, oh, yeah, the government wouldn't do that to us. You know, they wouldn't let that happen. They make mistakes like everybody else. Mm -hmm. They're trying to react to a horrible situation. And so then they overcorrect and make it mandated and force it. But then they give a blank slate to all these pharmaceutical companies that are, they want to get more money. Yeah. That's what keeps the world going, right? Yeah. And the thing is, nobody fully knows what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, 
you may think that the people you're electing into elected official positions, they're just fucking like you. Yeah. They're, they're no better than you are. They're no smarter than you are. They have teams of people that help them with different issues. Um, this goes back to something that Vance and I talk about a lot about, you know, people just think things get done. Yeah. There's always people behind the scenes, but none of them are better than you. They're they're all just like you. They might know a few more things about certain issues and whatever. Yeah. But they're just like you. They can make mistakes. They can they they don't know everything. Yeah. They they rely on other people and the information they give them and then they make a decision off of the information given. And people have agendas. Yeah. You know. And then you get lobbyists pushing for certain things and it's <laughs> look at how many pockets were lined through the pandemic. It's <laughs> some companies had record profits. Yeah. While some small businesses were closing. Completely crushed. Yeah. It's there there was an agenda somewhere. Oh yeah. And it's I mean, not done. No. I mean we could we could jump into a whole different ball game there with people having hidden agendas and not letting us, you know, the Epstein thing and all oh, of that. Yeah. Well, and we'll talk more about that soon. I'm trying to let um, I'm trying to let some of the more of the documents come out. Yeah, we talked. I think Vance and I talked a little. We barely touched on it the last episode, but you know, you got Stephen Hawking on there. You got, I mean, like you got the Clintons. Clintons yeah. are on there. Uh, there's so many different names that were. I read through like 400 pages. Yeah, of the documents, and there was just so many names. Well, and that, this all happened. How many? You know how many years ago now? Right, and it was, it was so it was yeah. It's and, been a while, and you're telling me that there isn't some big people on that list. That's why we're not hearing the information. Mm-hmm. You know, there there's somebody suppressing it, right? Well, and there's still names that were redacted. Yeah, was so, like, there was at least one name that was still redacted off the what they released. So I mean, it's easy to release people that are dead or you know right. stuff like that, but. I say just fucking release the whole thing. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, it's the right to know. There's so many politicians on on that list that I get that it would cause a big problem, but fucking just do it. I mean, yeah, you got to drain the drain the swamp, right? I I think so. (laughs) We just got to. Yeah. Yeah, I I think so. I, I, I think they just need to let it out. I mean, let's not let's not do the JFK thing and wait fucking 50 years before we say oh the cia was involved <laughs> and that was there's been a lot of conspiracy theories that everyone says is conspiracy theories and then all of a sudden it's like hey that that's true hey that's since true. 2020 since like 2019 2020 uh most of the things that were quote unquote conspiracy theories have come to light yeah and in some way shape or form has been true what what i do find funny that i've noticed is anytime the epstein list starts to release something new, there's an alien sighting. You're right. <laughs> like or something. Yeah. Some something that everyone's like, oh, it's aliens. Or there's <laughs> or there's synagogue tunnels underneath in New York City, <laughs> which we won't touch on this episode, but we will talk about it. Uh, and I mean uh, you got your Chinese spy balloon. Oh yeah. All that stuff. You mm-hmm. know, it's all all a distraction from whatever yep. you and, know. And all you listeners out there can say whatever you want, but they are distractions. Yeah. They're trying to divert your eyes in other in other places. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. That's yeah. Again, that's this my is opinion. our useless assumptions. Yeah. <laughs> um moving on. We'll I mean, we'll we'll talk more about we always bring some of the stuff back up, so we'll we'll get more in depth into it. Um this one here, I've been seeing a lot of things about it this week. And in the, in the week previous, um, German farmers are protesting in a pretty big way. Uh, today marks the third consecutive day of blockades and convoys. So they're they're literally blocking uh, roads and uh, just many different places in protest of a crippling tax hike on diesel fuel. Um, I think this is also related to some of the Klaus Schwab stuff where they're trying to make maybe the new world order or the world health organization or whatever the fuck that is yeah, saying, you know, you will eat bugs. You will not own anything. You will blah, 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 
Well, this is part of that. Yeah. Trying to trying to cripple your your farmers to not be able to still provide. They're, they're bringing you your fucking food, man. Yeah. You you limit the. <coughs> I mean, you go back to some other German history, and that's what you do. You limit the supply. You can, first you control the media. Yep. You limit the supply of food. You pump them full of misinformation. And create a divide, and then you send in a hero. And then you shave your mustache. Yep. <laughs> and then you start rounding up people. Yeah. It's, uh, th- this is a big deal, though, with them. I mean, there's there's thousands of farmers that I've seen in some of these videos. They got tractors blocking places. They got, um, they're blocking roadways. It, it reminds me of the Canadian trucker protest. Yeah, from a little bit. Two years, two two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think they're making their point made. Yeah. I mean, they were all the way up on like a capital and spraying mm-hmm. the guards with. Yeah, they were. Yeah. With pesticides. Uh, and pesticides stuff. and uh, manure. <laughs> I thought that was funny as fuck. Yeah, me too. Uh, but when you like it's happening here too, maybe not on this grand of a scale, you know, with different taxes and different things, but they, they make it very hard for farmers to do their job. And they're also buying it, like the government's just buying up land. Well, you got big people like Bill Bill Gates buying up ridiculous amounts of farmland. Yep. And then not putting anything on it. Yeah. They're trying to they're trying to make for those of you that like we just this last year, well, this is now twenty twenty four, but coming to the end of last year, like I was already trying to eat well. Uh but we've like my family and I, we we've really gone more the organic route. So that we're not getting any of the GMOs and all the pesticides and all the crap. Yep. Uh, they were saying that like, if you take juice like some strawberries that aren't organic that still have all the pesticides and stuff, yep. you they can respray the crops after you've juiced the strawberries you can buy at the store. That's that's unsettling, <laughs> right? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I uh, our family eats a lot of a lot of fruit. Straight from, yeah. you know, it's, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, it, when you buy it, and I, and I, don't, I sound like a freaking weirdo when I say buy organic, but that's why you want to buy organic fruits and vegetables because there aren't pesticides and things like that that they use for that stuff. Yep. Um, I know I sound like a liberal at this very <laughs> second, but I'm also health conscious to the extent I'm sitting here drinking beer, but whatever. We're trying we're trying to do the right thing a little bit. But it's just crazy to to think that that's how you know they juice the thing of strawberries and they can go respray the whole freaking thing. Yeah. But they're also making it very hard for our farmers in the United States to do their job. Yeah. Or yeah. even Vance with his family in the in the ranch. Yeah. That's <clears throat> a lot of a lot of extra hoops to jump through just I mean, you got healthy animals that are getting put down and all yep. these different things going on, it it raises a lot of red flags. Um, it does. I, I did, so I, I deleted that one that I sent you about the animals, yep. and Vance did give me some clarification on that because that's why I got rid of it. Let me see if I can find his. Because I wanted to ask him, obviously, that's kind of his wheelhouse. Um, so he said that that video was old, the one that I showed you with that Texas rancher. Yep. Um, he said that some of those birds had the avian flu around that time, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about the Packers during his parents' podcast on Touching Base, and he said the five Packers are seriously like a mafia. They manipulate the market. They manipulate how many they are going to harvest or not, and yes, sometimes you have to just euthanize them and cut your losses because you can't afford to feed them, and it's inhumane once they get to a certain size. Hmm. So yeah. if they're not – so it kind of comes down to the Packers. If the Packers aren't taking the animals, and yeah, you just gotta, then you can't sell them locally. That's why I keep saying buy local. Buy local beef. Yeah. I mean, it makes a world of difference. Well, then you know where it's coming from. You know how it was fed. You know what fucking field it came from. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I – with you being a more into the health side of things, I, I did something a little bit different this last weekend. Um, I smoked an alligator. I saw that. Um, it's 
crazy in the Midwest. Everyone's like, how'd you get one? I was going to ask you that. How'd you get that? Ordered it on Amazon. (laughs) 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 It it showed up from Louisiana and, uh, it was probably just chicken packaged like an alligator. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it had the head, had the whole. I saw, I saw yeah. the picture. It was really cool. Yeah, it was. It was uh, definitely a fun experience. But apparently, gators like actually super healthy for you. I've heard that. Yeah, because um, uh, pretty lean. Yeah, it's yeah. Le- leaner than chicken. It has a whole bunch of uh, vitamin B12 and different vitamins in it, and just very very healthy. Was it good? Yeah, it turned out amazing. Did it taste like chicken? <laughs> it, it tastes like chicken or pork. Right. I mean, yeah. I did wrap it in bacon, so that, oh, well, that some, of, some of that healthiness <laughs> kind of went away. But Hey, bacon's good for you. I'm, I'm kind of on the carnivore diet right now, well, so. Yeah. I mean, Bacon uh, I can eat all the time. Yeah, they say healthy fats, right? I mean, yep. I, I did have to cut out all that fat out of the tail and everything, but. Was there quite a bit of fat in the tail? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty so much. So how, how big was the, how big was it? A uh, 12 pounder. Um, it's like how. So about three foot. And you fit that on the, you got it on the smoker? Yep. I got it on a, just a, the medium sized pit boss, I guess is what it would be. Um, I suppose you had three feet. Yeah. And I, I wrapped, you know, I wrapped it up and had the tail basically by the mouth, but hmm. it, it was good. It turned out great. Um, I, uh, it, it only took about three, two and a half, three hours to smoke about at 275, 300. Yeah, so probably you said it's twelve pounds. Yep, that's about right. It'd be about a twelve pound side of pork. Yeah, and it it was it was good. I uh, been taking it to work, trying to get get rid of some of it because yeah. my wife won't touch it. Did it. Oh, she didn't even try it. Nope, she won't. But the kids loved it. So. That's good. Did you tell them? Did you, did you oh, tell yeah. them what it was? Oh yeah, they they were obsessed when I was. I had it in the brine. They <laughs> kept wanting to check on the alligator. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So they they named it Alan. <laughs> that's funny Al yeah. the alligator yeah that's great that's awesome you did that though what made you, what like what made you want to do that that's just something I, I I like cooking I like barbecuing um I uh I like trying different experiments and I always really like gator like what, what had, made you think of ordering on them like do you just search in the Amazon search bar <laughs> alligator well I I've been looking for about two years at doing this gator and I I L.A. Crawfish is a place online that I've been looking at, but they're usually sold out of the normal size ones. Yeah. And I'm like, I need a small one before I do because I don't want a big one. I don't want to screw it up. And I, what if people <laughs> don't like it? Right. So since I got the small one, it was it was about 150 bucks on Amazon, but I I got it on sale. Um, it's about twenty dollars a pound normally. I was gonna say yeah, but hmm. uh, yeah. I want to do like a 50 pounder for 4th of July. Jesus. So what are you gonna, where, where are you going to smoke that bad boy? Uh, I'm hoping my uncle will help me out with that one. <laughs> he, he's always wanted to do one. He never got to. So, <laughs> well, that'd be pretty fun. That's really cool. You did that though. I was like, when I saw the picture, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> where the fuck did he find an alligator? Yeah. And, and, and everyone laughs. I got it on Amazon. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you so want. Evidently you can get, Anything on Amazon you want. Yeah. You could probably even get a mail order bride on there. Uh, maybe. If you really wanted to. Yeah. Um, Might be coded a little different. But. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole Wayfair thing when they were saying that Wayfair was, was it Wayfair? Uh, yeah. I think that's what they, you had to order. Certain product numbers you could order, be a pedophile. Yeah. You're ordering kids. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I hope that's not true. Yeah. we. There's no truth to that that i've seen yeah, yet not that so. i've seen so but that <laughs> but, was that was another one of those theories it's like that's why you got to be careful what you what, yeah, what, what you, you read and what you see yeah well spongebob's address still adds up so <laughs> right <coughs> um was there anything else i mean this is your first time on the podcast was there anything else that you wanted to get out there in the world since you're you got a microphone in front of you um i don't know um the whole Best Buy thing, I don't know. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I did send you that one. I took it out of there, but it's a uh, so Best Buy. And there was a, there was a community notes below that saying, you know, oh, they're not getting rid of everything. They're not getting rid of all of it. But Best Buy is getting rid of all, quote unquote, all their physical media. It's what, CDs, games. Uh, well, they actually came out and announced it's it's DVDs, Blu-rays. DVDs and Blu-rays. All movies. What about music? 
they're still going to do music. Um, CDs, probably not, but they're leaning more towards Albums. the vinyl. Vinyl. Which makes sense. I collect vinyl, so I mean, yeah, I like vinyl. I, I I collect movies too, so it's kind of. And I think it said they were going to keep the games too. So basically, just they're they're getting rid of movies and DVD or DVDs and Blu-rays. And the the, the games are going to be copies. limited. Yeah, the games will be very limited. Yeah, uh, but games. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last physical copy of a game that I bought. Do you game? Yeah, I. Uh... I have an Xbox Series X, and I bought it specifically so I could still buy the games. Right. Um, I, See, I have PC games, so most of my games are digital, downloaded digital. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I've, I've always liked collecting DVDs too, like having the physical. I did too. Did you used to do the buy whatever, get one for a penny at Hastings? Hastings? Yeah. My wife worked there, so oh, like I so always had a good deal. Yeah. And we 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 use that quite a bit. I mean, I have over 2,000 DVDs. Holy shit. Um, Are they alphabetized? Uh, they used to be before I had kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they kind of messed that up. But I probably got an 800 VHS still and a v- yeah. VCR. Um, That's awesome. trying to think. I, I do have a couple hundred Blu-rays. And for the longest time, I was fighting the digital thing. Yeah. You know, and now I got over 350 digital copies because... It comes with every. Comes with everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when I I. I love movies. I almost got into. I almost went to film school. Okay. To direct. Well, that that'd be a cool gig. It would have been. I never. I never went. I should have. There's a lot of things I should have done in my life. But yeah. now I'm sitting here. We're we're doing a podcast, so it's you know okay. we're trying. Yeah. Um, but I kind of quit buying DVDs. I didn't see the point. Obviously, you want a copy. I get that. But they got they got really expensive too. Yeah, they they kept raising the prices. Because now it's what like almost thirty bucks to buy a well, yeah, Blu-ray. Because they want you to have Blu-ray. They give you the Blu-ray, the d- digital. They give you the four K, and then they give you the regular DVD version. Yeah, it's just and crazy. It's like, just make a DVD version or a Blu-ray version. Yeah, and my wife doesn't really watch movies. Never really has. My kids do a little bit, so I just I just do the streaming services and watch what I you know, yeah. watch what I want. I guess. Do you, do you, I feel like, from being a big movie fan, I feel like the streaming services has actually hurt the quality. And what explain? Um, I feel like Netflix is a good example. When they first came out, they were putting a bunch of money into their shows. You know, better quality, mm-hmm. everything, better writing. And then it became, they raise their rates, raise their rates, and then all of a sudden it's we're just pumping out movies. Right. And, yeah. And I agree. They fell into the hallmark thing. Your quality yeah. dipped. Yep. Wasn't as good at writing. I mean, the writing, the writer strike didn't help. Well, but, yeah. They get maybe one good one a year. Yeah. Like and the it, killer was pretty good. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but honestly, the one of my favorite movies now. Um, came out last year uh the menu i haven't seen it it's uh about a chef brings everyone out to an island cooks this oh, huge meal i've for seen them. clips yep is it like a not a horror movie but kind of it kind of it, it has the a girl little. like turns away the food and wants like a burger yep or something yeah that's kind of the the big and around the big end okay but uh so i've seen i've seen clips i need to watch it yeah it's uh the only reason I say that I that's one of my favorites, um, it's, it's not in my top, you know, five desert movies or whatever you want to call it, but mm-hmm. it's it's up there because I didn't expect the ending. Like, everything's become too predictable. Yeah, I've always thought that, though. I've always been able to... That's probably why I wanted to get into movies, because I always could predict the end. That's, that's probably why my wife doesn't like watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. My wife's the same way. Apparently that's a sign of like the spectrum autism. Yeah, I'm sure know, it is. Yeah, they'd say that anyway. Like yeah. if you can predict patterns, right? That's yeah. My wife I says that to me all the I time. I just I just feel that it's because we pay the fuck attention. Yeah, like we're actually watching the movie, not looking at our phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but either way, whether it's a spectrum thing or whatever, I just think it's because you're actually watching and paying attention. But what well, I guess if you had three movies that were. I knew you were going to put me on the spot. 
three movies that I had to just watch over and over and over yeah, again. Ones that you could watch and it wouldn't get old. <sighs> if you want to think about it, I could give you mine. You go, yeah, you go for it. Uh, number one for me is the Big Lebowski. That's, That's a good one. Honestly, my favorite of all time. Um, next one would be Boondock Saints. That's a good one. That, that would probably be on my list. That's that's one of the top three. Um, and then I would have to say uh, The Hell or High Water okay. is, is another one of mine. Um, it's between that or The Bad Times with the El Royale. That's a good one. Those are, those are two that were like caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting them, but I could watch them over and over. I knew I knew because I don't want to sound cliche either. I've always liked The Godfather. That was the movie that really like made me want to get into into cinema in the first place. Um, I mean, that's there's a reason why that's always referenced. I know that's in the top ten for me. So I could probably watch The Dark Knight over and over again. It was a very well written movie. Inception. Yep. Is another good one. It is a good one. I know I'm not. There's some I'm not thinking of at the moment. Yep. And then there's some dumb ones. Like I could watch Smoke and Aces over and over again. Oh, 100%. Or Strange Brew. I yeah. love that one. Yeah, there's just so many like off the wall. And a lot of people that are listening probably don't even know what Smoke and Aces is. Oh, no. Strange Brew either. Yeah. But I know Ted, Ted 2 is honestly one of my, if, if we're going off dumb, dumb comedies. <laughs> Ted 2 is better than Ted 1. I would agree. And it is, like, my wife hates that kind of, like, stuff, but she loves too. she loves that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah. cool. At least she likes something yeah. of, of that genre. Yeah. She she quotes that stuff all the time. And <laughs> it's like, great. whenever we're like, oh, I don't know what to watch, I'll turn that on. And it's kind of the common, but so, many, awesome. good, so many good one lines from every. Right. Every scene. That's a Seth MacFarlane thing, man. Yep. I'm trying to think if there's any other like off the wall movies that I enjoy. I'm sure they're they're out there. I just can't think of them on the spot right now. There, there was a time timeline. Was that timelines a movie? Yeah, the one with uh, God, what's his name? Paul Walker. Oh yeah, the uh, Paul Walker, Jared, but. Gerard Butler, yeah, and uh, Billy Connolly. Yep. yep, yep. That's that's also one that's up there. I can't think of. Well, maybe we'll do when we get Vance back. We'll sit and we'll do a movie podcast. We can do that. We've thought about that. Doing like the, what he calls the evergreen episodes, where we just dive into a certain topic. Yep. We should do the movies, and I'll come back with some research. <laughs> that, yeah. Um. We're going to play a couple things here. We're totally moving back off topic from <laughs> movies. But this is some Hunter Biden stuff that I wanted to kind of end the show on. <laughs> um, this one. So he was in, he was on Capitol Hill this week. Uh, here's the first clip. Did he now come in and sit for a secret closed door deposition? On December 6th, Hunter Biden's lawyer reiterated that Hunter Biden was willing to accept the chair's original request and once again offered to appear on December 13th or any other date in December to answer any question pertinent and relevant to the subject matter. He again raised concerns about closed door sessions. That's what brings us to today, Mr. Chairman. Um, he has materially, substantially, in good faith complied with what your requests were. He complied I, with the subpoena. We, 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 right, we would have expired. We would have loved that. Do any other members comments. wish to be heard? Chair <laughs> recognizes Ms. Mays from South Carolina. Capitol Thank Hill, you, man. Mr. Chairman, yeah. uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege coming into the oversight committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up Ooh. here. And Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Mr. Chairman, 
Um, if the, the ladies recognize the gentle, if the gentle lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? If you have balls, she says. What a great! I love that shit. Yeah. Oh, I want you to know. After this, after she gets done and they get done talking, he gets up and walks out. Yeah, because he doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. There's another part of it, and then here is a just a quick little clip. I thought this was funny as hell. He said they're, they're walking through uh, after he's leaving. He said, Hunter, what's your favorite type of crack? <laughs> <laughs> Are you on crack today? <laughs> Free. I thought it was. I, I thought that was great. It's an actual reporter just asking him as he's walking by. That's so good. Um, well, Ryan, thanks for stepping in for Vance. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate it. We'll have you on again. I think just so the viewers know, we're tr- when the studio gets built, we're going to try to have Ryan come in and kind of quote-unquote produce the show okay oh he's, he told you that yeah he, he kind of mentioned that i because i brought it up that i'd like to kind of help yeah i think uh that'd be the the best route you'll have a mic and i think you'll do what i was doing here and run the whole okay. show sweet i think that'd be kind of cool yeah i get kind of distracted when i have to keep going back and forth <laughs> yeah but i think having you you'd be our jamie from uh. joe rogan's show yeah, I could do it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on. I will probably end it there. Uh, hopefully, you guys like this episode. If you want to hear more of of Ryan, post comments. Keep keep commenting. Keep throwing it all out there. We we love the comments. We love the shares. Um, we do need some more listens to this podcast. This one's not getting um, the traction as the other one does, but we'll get there. We're not pushing it as much either. So, oh, got to buy that rule aid shirt, right? Right, yeah, <laughs> we got to get those. Yeah, we're, so we're gonna we're going to get those put up for sale here soon. So be on the lookout for that, and we will see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.